welcome to the program. Hopefully you're here. If you're not, you're probably watching the Daytona 500. We got people making a bunch of left turns right now as we speak. If I'm looking over here, I'm not paying attention to anything here. I'm just watching it. Uh, you're muted. You're muted on your box. Chase Elliott's going to win. Okay, we got our first prediction first of prediction night. of the night. It wasn't it wasn't asked for, but Tom is going to give it to you no matter what. I'm Chase coming Elliott's in strong going. with Chase Elliott. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, since we're doing it, do you have a prediction? Surprised you didn't go Bubba Wallace and then tie like a conspiracy. Team. Yeah. Um, well. It would be nice to see Joey Logano win it because he's the best he's ever done is second, and he's okay. raced in 15 of them. So it'd be nice to see him come in and win one, but. Okay. You know, it all comes down to tires and gas. That's what it all comes down to. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Some people do. I don't know. Some car racing do. is going to be so boring when it's batteries. You know what? Speaking of car racing, not really, not connected Who's your all. pick? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like I like the, the story behind yours. Well, yeah. Um, Got to go Bubba Wallace. <laughs> no, I can't. Bush? Possibly. See the I mean, thing. None of you guys picked Bush, so I'll go Bush. The the thing with Bubba Wallace that drives me crazy is his car is owned by Michael Jordan, and I love Michael Jordan so much that I want to be on Team Michael Jordan, yeah. but I just cannot stand Bubba Wallace. Hey, his house is for sale here in Florida. Yeah, there you go. Who it's Jordan? Jordan's, for a yeah. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long? It's like it's it's something like nine or ten years yeah, now. It's been it's on the market, and the one the one thing that they say that people who go and see it. They don't like it because it's actually sized for like taller people. people? Every every it's oh, see, but I like that. Like I, my favorite, it, it wasn't it was nice, but my favorite place I've ever lived in was a condo. It was one. It was a condo in D.C. Going going to D.C. this week. I'll take you by it. Oh, good. But it had all eight foot doors in it, and they just this place. It, it it was it was it was literally it was a one bedroom. So there wasn't like there was tons of doorways and stuff. I'm not trying to make it seem like it was in some grand place. But the guy who did it did it right. The the molding and all the details on it, and then eight foot, you know, with panel doors. I love those tall. Yeah, no, it's a good it's a good feeling. Yeah. No, it's got a basketball court, a movie theater, a cigar lounge, a bar. Mm. It's got you know, it's yeah. it's got a lot in there. I am really surprised that Michael Jordan doesn't have his own cigar brand. I am too. I'm he should. Yeah. He should, because he smokes as much as we he smokes more. Carl Malone has his own cigar brand. Let's see which one's his. Thirty-two or something. It okay. was his number. Yeah. If we ever want to go party, basketball was good. If we ever want to go party downtown Orlando, Club Twenty Three. It's Michael Jordan's club. Okay. Down there. All right. Cigar yeah. bar. It's a bar. It's like a club. I don't like the club and like a club I like the lounge environment. But I would be. I'd, I would. I would not be surprised if you were allowed to smoke in it because he probably would be like, I want to. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he know that he does. Dude, but, <laughs> one quick story about Michael Jordan. So my brother knows Michael Jordan fairly well, and uh, we were at a wedding, and my brother asked me to take a picture of he and his family. So I took the picture, and you know, it was a wedding. We had been drinking, and I, I I lifted up my brother's phone, and I go, Who wants Michael Jordan's phone? number and man i barely got the last name jordan out of my mouth before my brother snatched the phone out of my hand yes <laughs> who invited tom all right uh, security can we escort him out please yes, yes. my brother hey, thank thanks you for really, uh, my prized relationship brother um so no just speaking of speed real quick we won't we won't stay long here um because people who are here for the first time are like what's what is the deal with this show we don't know but there was this these these huge gusts and tailwinds um, that happened over the Atlantic and in the Northeast this weekend, and I just ha I don't even know how I stumbled. I wasn't looking for this story. I stumbled onto it, but there was planes who caught this thing. It was the second like strongest tailwind or whatever since 1950, and these planes. There was one. Um, I don't know if it was Virgin or Air France, whatever. It doesn't matter. One one was something, and one was American Airlines. And they, they they caught this thing and were going like 850 miles per hour. <laughs> wow. The one the one technically went faster than eight, I think 867. What is it? 867 or 767? I thought it was 767. The sound barrier. Sound barrier. Yeah. So t both of them did. Both of them went faster than that. There was no like. Well, there probably was, but it wasn't big enough. Yeah, significant. Yeah. yeah. But that, I mean, and, and so I'm reading it. I'm like, holy crap. And obviously their planes got there early. 
So they, they caught that. Imagine going the opposite way. You're like, well, we're going to be four hours late. Uh, no, 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 honey, I, I landed. I'm early. It's Dude, that's <laughs> great if you're in first class. You go having headwinds like that because the drinks are just coming and coming. Yeah. The plane, the flight's never ending. Yes. No, that's true. That's true. But you think about it, and, and, and it just was a reminder. Like, you know these things, but or at least if you're me, like, you, you know them, but you kind of forget them. And you're like, holy crap, that's really fast. And it is, you know, going 845 or 852 or whatever the, the, the mileage per hour was. You've got this metal tube hauling ass <laughs> through through the skies. But they're like, which is way faster than the typical, you know, five, six hundred plus whatever the, the normal speeds were high, high speeds. And then you kind of remember, you're like, man. We are hauling ass in that tube when we're up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously, you don't feel that way. No, because there's less air. You know, there's less friction, all that stuff. Yeah. So you're just going. Oh, but yeah. You don't think, just like you don't think about the fact that Earth's spinning a thousand miles per hour. Like, you just, you think about those numbers, you're like, wow. I found my, anyways, I'm sipping on coffee this morning. Like, that's just crazy. And then, and then. I still think it'd be cool to, to take a flight on the Concorde. That would have been a cool yes. flight to have. They're bringing it back. Really? No. Oh, I was going to say, like, they, they said that they were. And they're done with yeah, it. No, I don't think they are. Uh, who knows? Actually, you know what? It'll come back. Members only jackets come back. The Concord will come back. People are going to try and make dinosaurs. They're already trying to make robots. It's, give it time. It'll happen. Okay, we hope you had a great great weekend. We, I, I was telling the folks in Coin Club, quick administrative note here. We're, this is the last day of the regular show this week. So if you're here for the first time, you're like, it's just one day a week. No, it's normally Monday through Thursday. We're going to be up at CPAC this week, so we're heading up early to because we're bringing some gear. We're going to be doing some stuff for Mammoth Nation, who I'm the national spokesperson for. Great, you know, America's original conservative marketplace. If you haven't checked that out, just quick side push. Go to MammothNation.com. Use promo code DREW to save 30% off your membership. But we're going to be up there um, networking, doing some stuff with Mammoth, doing some other stuff. We might bring some live content to you from there, depending on how the schedule shakes out. We just kind of don't know until we know. So I'm not going to overpromise and, and under deliver. I'm just going to say we're going to try. Uh, but today is the last day because of all that. Tomorrow we're going to be kind of packing down the studio and getting ready to go. Uh, and then we're out of here. So that's, that's the quick administrative notice. With that, uh, we should have done memes today. But we should have. Yeah, we weren't thinking have. about we'll, it. We'll be prepared. We'll do a, a, a meme extravaganza next week. It'll I be mean, outstanding. I can send some to David right now. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You can you can send them. You can send right. them if you've got. I've got some too. I could send for the second half. Send the them show. on over. But uh, we are going to do this. We're 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 going to talk about as the thumbnail for today's episode suggests the fact that we are as uncomfortable as it might make us all feel. And despite the fact that some agree with it, some don't know it or understand it yet, we're straight up getting replaced here in America, folks. Tucker does a great video on it. We've got some other stuff that we're going to talk about as it pertains to illegal immigration. The very purposefully open border, all of that. It's not just the southern border, by the way. We've got a clip from the northern border today, too, just to give you that extra warm and fuzzy. So we've got that. We've got a couple RFK Jr. clips. Again, we're not sitting here saying that's who we're voting for or who you should vote for, but he made some interesting statements over the weekend, which we're going to at least share and discuss. Tons more that we'll get to. Maybe we'll get to some memes. We'll see, but let's start it now. Let's get into the news, Cruz. All right, I'm grabbing some memes. I'm going to send them to Disco so he's got them if we have time to get to it. Um, but as we're doing that, that's a good one, too. I can see I can see when that's going over. Uh, <laughs> as we're doing it, <clears throat> let's get into this main, main kind of story for the day because we know that we've got some very serious issues happening here, and we talk about the southern border all the time, as we should, right, as, as we should. And I say the southern border, what used to be the southern border. Now there's really just not a border at all. But we talk about it all the time. We're going to again today. But let's not forget the 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 northern border. Because this and this I think this clip has no audio, so we can kind of talk as it goes. But there's been tons of reports coming in from what's happening along the northern border, people coming across from Canada all the time. And this particular video here shows folks on a trail cam. You know, trail cam, hunting cam, whatever, coming across in Vermont. Let's take a look at this and we can talk about it. You can see someone pointing there to his 
to his device that has the cams on it. And you can hear a little bit of audio, but it, but it's quiet, right? So it's quiet. Um, <clears throat> but this this post came from, you can see the guys coming from right to left there, guys, gals. It was posted by Colin Rugg. And he, he's, I'm just going to read what he said in his post because it's good. Report the border crisis along the northern border, as you just saw there, is getting so bad that residents are arming themselves to protect against ongoing smuggling operations. Time to build a northern wall, he says. Residents in Swanton, Vermont, are arming themselves with pistols as crossings were, uh, excuse me, pistols as crossings were up a whopping 240% this past year in 2023. Migrants, which again, stop using the term migrants, people, these are illegal immigrants, are reportedly getting to Mexico, and then instead of crossing at the southern border, are buying a one-way ticket, most of them aren't paying for it themselves, to Canada, and then crossing over there. Swanton resident Chris Feely says that he's been hunting in the area since he was a teen and rarely ran into anyone. Now he sees illegals frequently. The Border Patrol actually told us, quote, you guys might want to put a pistol in your backpack because nine out of ten of them are just here for a better life. But there's that one guy who's got a rap sheet. His trail cameras captured what you just saw there. But think about that. One, there's been reports of other crossings coming across from Canada, whether it's up in the Northwest or somewhere in the, the, the Midwest, or in this case, up in the Northeast in Vermont, but you've got this happening, but you've got folks who are flying. And some of them can probably afford to do it on their own, but most of them can't flying to Mexico. And then instead of paying a coyote to come across are getting on a plane in Mexico, going to Canada to come across there. Who, uh, well, my question is, who's their travel agent? Right. And I think we know. It's Doctors Without Borders. It's the American Red Cross. It's Catholic Charities. And um, there's a bunch of other NGOs that are providing this. But moreover, just think what's going to happen to Canada. Canada has decided that they're going to take in Palestinian refugees by the thousands. So what state does Canada border that has a huge Islamic population? Hmm. <laughs> I can picture going across the bridge from Windsor into Michigan. Exactly. So it, that's good. That, that's the, that's the perfect pipeline for to get the Palestinian refugees into Dearborn. And, uh, you know, I think that that's the that's the plan that we see in place. I know that, you know, Trudeau, it, it, as uh, a, a fu to the people of Canada, would like to leave as many refugees in Canada as possible and continue to collapse that country. But for people like Rashida Tlaib, who wants to get more people into more Muslims into Michigan and make Michigan what Minnesota is with um, Somalis. Yeah. with Somalis and with uh, Palestinians and Lebanese. Well, not not so not so much the Lebanese, but more the Palestinians. They want to have a stronghold there. They want to have a stronghold in those northern states, and I I can totally see that's the play ahead for people like Rashida Tlaib. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. You've you've got. I'm seeing some of them come in in a preview. Uh, I, yeah, no, you, you but. That specifically, but also just the play of okay, everyone's focusing here. You've got report, you've got helicopters and 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 crews of journalists, some of which really are, some of which aren't, down on this on the southern border, documenting the what used to be a border and now is just a a a area where everyone crosses into our country and then is given lots of benefits, four hundred fifty one billion dollars a year and growing to the taxpayer in benefits. But you've got that you're going to see it continue to increase up top because they're clever. And at some point you'd think, I don't know if this is true, but you would think, okay, there's going to be some level of, of crackdown here because this is kind of how the left plays, right? I don't think they're going to actually stop anything along the Southern border. And I would be damn sure that no Republicans going to try and stop them because that's not what Republicans do. Right. Cause they're a fake party and mostly worthless humans, at least the ones who are in DC. But even if there was some sort of, of slowdown down there okay this is hurting us politically and we need to not have it hurt us politically for the election that's coming up you know that it's never just as simple as all right turn that faucet off we're done no no it's 
okay, ramp up operations, make it seem like we're stopping things here. Again, they're not going to stop things, but make it seem like they're stopping things here, and then we're going to start bringing them in through Vermont. We're going to start bringing them in through Michigan. We're going to bring them in through Montana, or probably not Montana, Washington. That's how they play. Oh, for sure. If if I if I am she right now and I'm and I'm exporting as many Chinese people as I can to the United States, I'm flying directly to Vancouver and having them cross over into into Washington State from there. Yeah. If it, you go through Vancouver, by the way, I don't know if it's still open. Go to the Imperial. Their Peking duck is delightful. It's been twenty years since I had it, but probably not delicious. there anymore. Yeah, well, and also, too, I know that we're going to start getting into spring and summer, and I think that we're going to see a lot more people coming in through the northern border in the spring and summer times, but it gets back to the travel agents. If you're starting to take illegals from, you know, countries in Africa, especially sub-Saharan Africa, and flying them to Canada and then having them cross over, somebody's going to have to be, you know, somebody's going to be footing the bill to get them into winter coats and the proper footwear to to cross so of course the ngos are going to have to you know ramp up the amount of money that they're receiving to out to kid everybody up to get them to cross over yeah no absolutely and, and, and by the way the imperial has been closed uh permanently closed so you can't go there in vancouver anymore that was my experience i thought but, you were gonna tell me it was a what a naked place yeah no, I went with my parents. And my, <laughs> it's my, a family establishment. We, we, were going, we were going through to my father's to club with my parents. parents who, who Here, son, let's get a lap dance. Doctor was speaking when we uh, speaking at an event, and we went um, to Whistler, which is some of the best skiing I've ever done. Whistler's amazing, but you know, you you go through Vancouver, so we were there for a night. And my best friend in middle school, uh, whose family is still very connected to us through, a, um, I won't get into all that, but. I, him and I and my parents went went up there and got to go there on the way, which was great. But that place, you know, actually the reviews are not that great. Now it's permanently closed. So I probably got like food poisoning that night and just didn't remember it. But it, <laughs> it sure seemed fancy and nice. Anyways. <laughs> Anything with the name like the Imperial. Right? The Imperial. I mean, you're... I do like those old Chinese restaurants where they have like the interior with like, you know, like the Forbidden City and stuff. You don't really see Chinese restaurants like that anymore. No. Do they still have the? I don't. I don't. I don't go anywhere. I have no life. But they used to have the spinning tables, which I also have an issue with. But they used to have the spinning tables, like the Lazy Susan. Yeah, yeah. Some of them do. I remember when I was a kid. I grew up in Naples, Florida, and we got our first Chinese restaurant. It was called Jack Sue's. And actually, of course it was. <laughs> it was. And I went to school. She was a grade older than me. But uh, Jack's daughter, Ping Ping, Ping Ping Sue, went to uh, my school. And it was one of those, you know, it was, a, it was. Ping Ping Sue. <laughs> but it did. It had the, the Lazy Susan okay. or the Lazy Sousen, as uh, Ricky Ricardo would say. I remember, I've probably told this story before. I remember going in Rochester, Minnesota, where I grew up, and there was the Hunan Gardens. I'll have to look and see if that's active, too, since I'm talking about <laughs> Chinese restaurants. <laughs> but they had that, and it was the first time I was introduced. And as a kid, right, you're particularly, kids are selfish, right? I've got four of them. I love them all to death. Kids are selfish little bitches at the end of the day. They want what they want, and the world revolves around yep. them. And I was in that camp just like everyone else. And I had ordered something that I wanted, and then the table starts spinning, and I see my food going away. I'm like, what the – like, that's mine. Like, no, 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 try this. Try – like, that's that person's who's also just touched that food. And I just remember that was my first time being like, I'm not a big fan of sharing food, I'm realizing. Have you ever seen the toilet restaurant in Taiwan? No. You, you go in, and you sit on a toilet, and all, all the bowls – are these little toilets <laughs> and the food is to make ma is made to look like poop <laughs> oh boy you've been there haven't you? yes <laughs> of course you have i also at hunan had my first red pepper as a kid like the spicy hot yeah. one i i'll never forget that now i love them but as a kid yeah, you're no no you're not ready for it you're not ready yeah. for it just like the band wasn't ready for that that amazing riff by marty mcfly in 
the audience, and, yeah, 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 and the band. Yeah. yeah, the band actually loved it. That's true. Yeah, they just got upset. Marvin, I just they got upset when he started kicking things over. Yeah, and they're like, "What's going on?" He got a little aggressive. He got a little aggressive. Let's go back to the border, shall we? <laughs> uh, so we talked the northern border. We talked about what's happening in Vermont. It's happening elsewhere, and not enough people are talking about it because obviously there's a lot of focus on the other one. Well, you had Bill Malusian from Fox News who was down. Uh, on the southwest border talking about something that's also been discussed but is not discussed enough everyone thinks that it's it's folks in a caravan from central america or it's mexicans or it's some sort of hispanic coming across the border obviously that's not true people have come across over from over 100 countries but you've got a lot of folks as bill uh reports on here from the middle east and china take a listen Hey, Jackie, good morning to you out here in Hakumba. We're about an hour east of downtown San Diego right now. This is a very remote area that has seen an explosion of illegal crossings from Chinese migrants and Middle Eastern migrants. This is the area the cartel has been pushing them across for some reason. You can see some of them over my shoulder right now camped out off a major interstate out here waiting for Border Patrol to pick them up. I'll show you what it looked like out here last night. Take a look at this video. I came out before midnight. There were dozens of these migrants from all around the world who are camping out here with fires. It's chilly out here. Again, waiting for Border Patrol to pick them up. This is right off of Interstate 8 out here uh, in San Diego County, a main thoroughfare. Uh, there was not a single Border Patrol agent out here for hours when I was out here. All these people waiting to be picked up, uh, some from China, some from Turkey, some from Central America. They were just waiting. Here's some of what they had to say when I talked to them. Take a listen. Where are you guys from? Turkey. 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 Where are you guys from? De donde son? Ecuador. Ecuador. Where are you guys from? China. 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 What city in the U.S. do you want to go to? Oh, oh, uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, L.A.? Los Angeles, okay. Now, the number of Chinese have been exploding here at the southern border. This is not normal. Take a look at this graphic right here to put it in perspective. CBP sources telling Fox in the last four and a half months since October 1st, there have been more than 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered here at our southern border. Compare that to all of fiscal year 2021 when there were only 450 Chinese nationals encountered. That is a more than 4,000 percent increase in Chinese national encounters uh, in just the last few years. And it is not just from China. Colleague Griff Jenkins caught up with a group of Syrian men out here yesterday. Take a listen. From, from Syria. Syria? English? So, so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we, uh, we love America and uh, we need uh, a nice style, a nice life. Yeah, coming uh, for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice, uh, because uh, our country uh, uh, very wears. Dana and Jackie, you'll notice very quickly out here at the California border, it is very different than Texas. There is no razor wire. There's no shipping containers. There's no National Guard. There is no highway patrol. California is a sanctuary state, and as early as this year, it became the first state in the country to start offering taxpayer-funded health care for illegal immigrants. We'll send it back to you. Wow. Bill Malusian for us in Hakuma. So those stats are crazy. I mean, a 4,000? Up 4,000% in a two-year period, it went from 450 encounters with Chinamen to 20,000. 20,000. That's a, And you could say, well, first of all, that's a big number regardless. You could say, well, 20,000 is not that big when you look at everything compared. Well, it is a big number when they're not here legally. And when you compare it to what it was in tw fiscal year 2021 to, to that, that's pretty staggering. It is staggering, and it's staggering the fact that if you come from a communist country, you're not sneaking out of the country to cross over to the border because you're an asylum seeker. The government is telling you to get the hell out yeah. and come to the United States and invade. We did that story in Coin Club about the woman, the Chinese national, who's now a part of the election commission in California. So it's all starting to make sense now because she's there to do an outreach. She's she's installed to do an outreach with the Chinese nationals that are coming in to redistrict different areas of California 
and get more seats in the house in the uh, not in the Senate, but more seats in the House, and to make sure that California will always be a blue, well, be a red communist state. And you know what? I I just need to say this for a second. I'm still pissed at Tim Russert and the fact that when he came up with the red and blue states, that he deliberately made Republicans red because he knew that making Democrats red would just reinforce the fact that they're communists, which they are, and so that's why he made them blue, which really is irritating to me because they are red, and he did that on purpose just to, to try and make sure that you know that you know the correlation wasn't made there but it's to keep them keep california communist tim russert fuck him well let's 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 move on with our conversation on this because now we got to get to memes today we got we got to squeeze a lot in we got this tucker clip we got some rfk stuff and we got memes before we go i just want to say one thing about the border crossing and i wish i would have grabbed the picture today i don't know if you saw it but it came over on x there was an illegal who was crossing down to mexico from syria of course by himself wearing a 511 jacket i saw that yeah <laughs> what do you make of that just by chance I don't know. I, I I have the same thought, which is what spawned that post. They're just coming over in 511 apparel now. But here's what I'll say, too. We're, we're also coming off of a 20-year-plus GWAT where everyone in the start – no one wears 511 anymore. I'm not trying to beat up on you, 511, but, like, there's just companies that do better stuff than you guys do now. At the beginning, everything was, well, do you have – 10 pairs of 511 pants and a beanie and a jacket and you have it's got to be five if you're not 511 you're gay like what you you had to have that so there's a lot of stuff that people just have gotten rid of and are in homeless shelters and in you know thrift stores everywhere that that i'm just saying it's possibility that's the kind of stuff that people pass out to people now it doesn't look good that it's a male syrian military age male coming over i totally agree with that but Uh, that's the issue is the fact that there's the issue is what we're about to watch let's let's watch this clip from tucker because here's the real issue and we're going to go to him because he and his team put together a great video about this and there's all this discussion about us it's five minutes long uh, okay yeah it's it's a longer video but it's worth watching there's all this discussion about um the great replacement right and you hear the term or phrase great replacement and it immediately sounds like something that a conspiracy theorist would say it sounds like the other stuff that sounds like things that conspiracy theorists would say that aren't in fact in fact conspiracy theorists saying you've got the the new world order the great reset all these things that the world economic forum and other so-called global elites are talking about out loud it's just whether you're listening to them or not but when it comes to this if you want to bring in Marxism in our country, it's here. If you want to usher it in and make it permanent, you've got to overhaul the population. You have to do that. And people see the border issue. And the problem is, is most people agree that the border issue is a real issue. It is hurting our country. It's hurting the, the job sector. It's hurting our national security. It's hurting a lot of things, right? But then they stop short of... of discussing where this all leads they're like yeah it's bad i wish we could fix it anyways i'm gonna go back on with my day okay cool you gotta live your life you've got to go on about your day take care of your family show up to work do all those things but you also still need to understand just how bad this really is and to what length the other side is going to to try and not only disrupt but fundamentally overhaul how things are done here in america and Tucker's team does a great job of showing that this is not, and you don't need this Tucker video to see this. I hope you don't need this Tucker video to see this, but you, they do a good job of showing, look, this is, this is what is happening here. And it's not only like it's, it's just started. It's been going and it's actually at the point where it's kind of too late. As bad as that sounds, let's take a listen to it. It's a, it's a little over four minutes. It's almost five minutes. And then we'll discuss. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. 
Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are our leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. Who lives here determines what the country's like. This country is changing faster than you may understand. Americans are being replaced. That's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. In August of 2023, illegal immigration outpaced American births, a brand new population. Last year alone, over three million people came here illegally just over our southern border. The media won't tell you it's happening, but if you look around, you can see it, and you can see it most clearly in our cities, which are collapsing. We elect people to protect us. That's what politicians are paid to do. But they've done the opposite. They've sold us out, and they've crushed what our ancestors built. Take a look at our cities. They're hellish, and immigration is the reason. The city of Chicago was in tough shape even before Joe Biden opened the border. Now, parts of it are basically uninhabitable. Even the socialist mayor of Chicago says the city is breaking under the strain. Without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. The Illinois Chicago's politicians may complain about illegal immigration in public, but in private, they're paying for it with your money. They're spending more on illegal aliens than on their own citizens. They're doing this secretly. They're hiding it from the public. Our team uncovered a shadow terminal, for example, inside Chicago O'Hare Airport. Hundreds of migrants were being hidden there secretly. Our team pulled up with cameras rolling, and at first we didn't see much. The city erected a black tarp to hide what was going on. The motive was simple. They didn't want us to see it. And a third-party security group paid for with your tax dollars told us that was prohibited. We weren't allowed to see. What are you doing? I want to look inside. For what? For what? They weren't local or federal law enforcement, so we ignored them. They had no authority. They were rent-a-cops. Inside, our team found more than 100 beds on the floor. The smell was overpowering, repulsive. It was filthy. But it's not just airport terminals that have been given over to people who've come here illegally from the poorest countries in the world without permission, criminally, and yet being supported in every detail of their lives by taxpayers. No, even police stations in Chicago have been turned into refugee camps. This is new video never seen before of what's actually happening inside Chicago's police stations. Keep in mind, the people who work in those police stations are paid to protect you, but that's not what they're doing. They're running refugee camps for illegal aliens. As our cameramen approached the Chicago police precinct in the city's downtown to see what was happening inside, you see people come out, illegal aliens, shooting in the middle finger and yelling. They didn't hide their hostility. Many other illegals have been pushed into poorer, predominantly black neighborhoods on the south side. We went there. We spoke to someone who has lived on the south side of Chicago virtually his entire life. He's enraged by how the city has fallen apart under its sanctuary city policy. Andre Smith, CEO of Chicago Against Violence. I don't know the count, but I know that the readiness, the language of sanctuary city, state, and county should have had a plan but it led to a massive destruction. I have seen almost the worst of the worst in Chicago, but seeing this migrant crisis was the most devastating thing that I ever seen. You live in America, the place you grew up, the place you'd like to see your children grow up in much the way that you did. But that won't be possible because of the single greatest sellout in our history. Hundreds of years of America eliminated by an invasion that our leaders made possible. You should know that. Crazy. Crazy stuff in there. I love, <clears throat> I don't love, I, I, I respect the comments made at the beginning. He says a couple things that are just good reminders and some hard to swallow pills, but truth, 
one nation ends, another begins, which is something you're seeing here. And then the country, he said, the country you grew up in no longer exists, which, which sounds awful, and it is. And it sounds crazy. But even if you took this off the table, the illegal immigration issue, the open border, what the left is trying to do to fundamentally and radically overhaul our country, even if you took that off, which kind of hard to put that genie back in the bottle, that's happened, is happening now. Think about it. I mean, even all, all of us, we, everyone has their respective favorite time. You know, there was the 80s, the 90s, the 70s, the whatever. Every, we all walk around saying, I just wish it was like then. Like, we ha- even before this issue, we had kind of lost our way. And now it's just people are just pumping steroids in like it's nobody's business. And it's all out of control. But the thing that, that is shocking and not shocking all at the same time is is the statistic of you think this isn't bad you, again you know it's bad everyone knows it's pretty bad down there some know to the extent of how bad it is but you think it's bad the amount of illegal immigrants coming across each year is outpacing our birth our birth rates in this country that's a damning and very devastating statistic and it's one that i with with who's in dc including republicans republicans with who's in D.C., you don't. There's, there's not really a way of seeing how you can correct this. The, a course correction for this is going to take forever. I'm not saying it can't be done. It needs to be done, but you can't just flip the switch off overnight. What's happened has happened, and we've got a massive, potentially country-ending problem on our hands. Where as it stands right now, today, literally still today, tomorrow, and for the rest of this year at least, at minimum, they're going to be replacing the value of you and your communities in this country with people who will do their bidding. Yeah, that's the idea. You know, uh, (laughs) we see, we talk about the dudes coming in all the time. Dudes who, you know, we talk about fighting age, but they're also smashing age. They're going to have to, you know, find people to do it with because that's what men do. And either they're going to pair up with people within their community, wherever they, you know, wherever they land, or they're going to hook up with, you know, uh, with, with American chicks. And then we're going to see an increase in the birth rate. But the increase in the birth rate we're going to see is with people who are illegals right. and having anchor babies here. And so they're, you know, it's, it's a pathway to citizenship, whether, you know, it, they're gonna stay no matter what it is, and it, and it's all it's all being done to get a voting block, right? And and also to change the 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 demographics of the United States, and also the demographics of Europe, the 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 elites. And I go back to this whole conspiracy theory about helter skelter, but I really truly believe that. The whole Helter Skelter and the Charles Manson family and the reason behind that was something the CIA concocted and gave it to Vincent Bugliosi as his as his, you know, motive for the Manson murders, even though Manson was a part of MK Ultra. And for some reason, it clicked with Manson, who bought bought into it. And these elites, the white ones, white liberals are the scourge of the earth because they're truly the most racist amongst us. And they really truly believe that they need a population that they can control. And people who have a language barrier, who come from uh, third world countries, they view as controllable. They view people who have a free will and who are educated as the enemy. They need to keep people poor and ignorant and if you can't have it here, you need to import them. And that's what these global elites are trying to do. Yeah. Period. I, I agree. Absolutely. We really bring the lighthearted news here yeah, today. We sure do. People are like, hey, God, it's the last episode of the week. Uh, reminder, if you're coming in late, we're, we're up in D.C. most of this week. So this is the final episode of the week. Next week, we'll be back to normal. Um, we'll try and get some some clips out from, from Washington. Uh, I... I'm excited to be with with our our friends and partners at Mammoth Nation and and to see some other great friends in the industry and the conservative community. I'm not excited to actually be in D.C., not my favorite place. I moved from there for a reason, but we're going to make a hell of a good time out of it. So 
that's going on there. Let's get to um, question of the day, though, because today's Monday, and hopefully if you have a job and you're still in the working working class, you had it off. It is President's Day. And if you're retired or 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 you just didn't have whatever, ho- hopefully you had it off, though, and you got to take some some time away. My kids were at at, at the house today, and when I left this morning, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I have a job. Like, I have to work. President's Day is stupid, um, but it's a day off. So it, that ties, it kind of gave you my, my answer. My question is this. Should President's Day be a holiday? I'm not saying that you couldn't replace it with something else and that you're going to lose a holiday. Like, the, it's not a net loss for you. I'm just saying, br- brass tacks, matter of fact, should this particular reason for a holiday be a holiday, be a, a major federal holiday where everyone gets off. Let us know your, your, your answers. Again, question, should President's Day be a federal holiday? Tom, you know I'm starting with you. <laughs> Originally, President's Day was to for the acknowledgement of Lincoln and Washington, right? So it's now President's Day, President's well, Day all-encompassing. Well, it was first. It was Washington's birthday, and then they celebrated Lincoln's birthday on a different day. Then they decided to make it one, and so it's. I feel know. like the national community has 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 extended it beyond that, which is yeah. part of where I'm attacking it from. I think now it's just honoring all presidents, essentially. Well, I I think it should be done away with. I think it should be smashed into a million pieces and be done with because there are certain presidents who I don't think are worthy of having a holiday. And I will start with Obama. I will start and I will go down the line with Obama, W, Lyndon Johnson, uh, Woodrow Wilson, of course, um, Franklin Pierce, um, James Buchanan. Just say you got to get Buchanan in there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just... A lot of people a, would put FDR in there. Uh, yeah, you could put FDR in there. Um, there's a lot of them who I, I don't think... I'd throw Bill Clinton in there, too. I, I don't think that... You know, celebrating these people. You know, my it was funny earlier today. Uh, we we're my wife and I were talking about this, and she's like, "Who? You know, who's your favorite president?" And I was like, "Well, probably Harrison because he died forty-seven days after his inauguration because he did the least amount of damage to the country." <laughs> yeah. Well, that ties into my answer. So you're saying get a, get rid of it? Yeah. I, I think if it was just you know focusing on Washington still. I would be like, yeah, sure. You know, first president, love how he's like, hey, no man should have this power first. That's why he didn't want, you know, because they're like, be the president for as long as you want. And he's like, no, I like that. He said it's too much for someone to do all this time. We need it. Yeah, I like that. But if it's stay in the course of like you're saying where it's, oh, let's honor all the presidents. It's just another Monday, guys. But do like, you think if Washington had boys, he would rethink about being a king? Possibly. I mean, if I don't know. Everyone would do things differently if they knew where it was going, <laughs> right? And where we are now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I, I mean, maybe, but also too. I mean, they were trying to get rid of that whole, you know, get rid of the whole royal family thing anyway from you know from overseas. I mean, it just. Yeah. I feel like he was in the right mind saying that. I think, but. Uh, I, I, so people in the audience, uh, no, we don't have a president right now. So no, no, no. No, election day should be, though. I, I agree with that, Barb. I, I like that. Get out. You know, I, we have problems. I know if someone, well, it doesn't matter anyways. I, I get it. There's issues with, with election integrity. But it's it's still a civil duty to get out and do your part. And you have to hope that we can get certain things fixed. I, I agree. <laughs> I think I think election day, I think the, the day after the Super Bowl, even though one is clearly not as important as the other, um, should be. Um, no, I no longer know who we're celebrating. Yeah, so my 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 thing is is uh, I can agree if it stayed in its original form, which nothing does, then I could be fine with it. Even if Lincoln was in there, the two of them, that's totally uh, that's totally fine. Yeah, most yeah. people aren't going to argue against that. But where it kind of is now, and then you see how politicians, presidents, all of them are, and you you literally can look at almost all of them. Almost the entire list. We're on the 46th guy right now. And you can say, what have you done for this country? And for most of them, the answer is, is I'd say nothing, but it's not nothing. You've actually taken us down the wrong path. And that includes people that we thought were on our side. So I, I, I think it's as, as gay of a holiday as, as, 
as it could be. And if you're gay, don't take offense to that. That's just the term I'm using. I just think it's dumb. I don't think we should. There's plenty of things to celebrate. This isn't one of them. No, we're celebrating a very exclusive club that only 46 people have been involved with. Yeah. And yeah. probably five or less have actually done anything meaningful or positive for us. Right. I mean, you could, you could almost, you could probably count on one hand the ones who have done something meaningful or positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. You starting with, you know, Washington, Lincoln. I know some people want to throw Thomas Jefferson in there. I'm kind of on the fence about him. I mean, you could make a case for John Adams. Truman, definitely, he dropped a bomb and launched us into the nuclear era for better, for worse. You know, you, you, I'd even throw Kennedy in there because he launched our space program, if you believed that we actually... (laughs) (laughs) According to history books, you'd put him in there. Yeah, I think so. Just, you know, just for the accomplishment uh, of the space program with the space program have come would have come along yeah but did it need somebody like him to you know propel it to to get us there which is really weird because it took 10 years which you know (laughs) it it just it makes me wonder if like the private sector would have started you know i mean look how far aviation came and that came from the private sector so space travel started with the private sector how quickly you know we would have gotten to the moon well, and it's weird, too. Like, right now, we, uh, we're having the awesome opportunity to be able to teach our kids at home homeschooling. It's awesome. Right now, our oldest, Revolutionary War, Declaration of Independence, we're going through all that stuff. And I have an ancestor who signed the Declaration of Independence. So it's just, like, it's awesome to be able to sit down with her when I get home from, from here and just talk with her about all this stuff. And it's amazing when you go through and you actually, like, read the Constitution, read the Declaration of Independence, and you see what the founding fathers did for this country and how they set it up. Yeah. And now here we are today shitting on it and i'm like it's just true it's half the politicians up there don't even agree with like they don't even you know it's like the constitution you know you 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 took an oath to uphold this and you're breaking it right now and they'll look at you blue in the face like what are you talking about i'm doing my job this is what i'm doing and you're sitting there going man these people who spent so long to write these things up to make sure that we would not have a failed country (laughs) we'd have a prosperous country they're just now they're taking it and tearing it up. Why do you even have it on display in D.C.? You should just burn it. Well, they just had people throw powder on it. Oh yeah, that ha- yeah. But it's just but it's and you had the two security guards who didn't stop them. <laughs> <laughs> they literally know? took an oath to defend the Constitution yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to de- actually defend it. You almost can't blame them, right? Because in this day and age, doing the right thing gets you in more trouble. So yeah, they're like, yeah. well, "I'm not messing with those people." Like, right. I- they should have done something clearly but but uh, those those are the people who get in trouble the the people who did that they're you, gonna have a holiday for them yeah you're 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 not gonna be in the kind of trouble you should be it's the people who try and stop you who are like well he offended me he assaulted me he did whatever right you mentioned kennedy in that list let's, <laughs> well and andy asked which president flattened the earth <laughs> let's, let's uh let's move on i'm glad you brought that <laughs> let's move on to rfk jr who's obviously running as an independent and he had two clips he was speaking at hillsdale college which i think is the only college w- left worth sending your kids to in this country unless they're playing football and they get a full ride somewhere in which case you figure out how to weather the storm and you hope for a national championship but he he one at this speech, and I think the other one's a campaign ad, right? Yes. Um, but two things. Again, guys, please don't think this is us endorsing RFK Jr. for president. That's not what's happening here. But he's saying things that resonate with people, and we need to because we talk about what's going on in the world. We need to, dis- to discuss it and address it. Here's the first thing he said. And I'll leave you with three thoughts. One is that any power that government takes from the people, it will never return voluntarily. Number two rule, every power that government takes, it will ultimately abuse to the ultimate, to the maximum extent possible. And number three, nobody ever complied their way out of totalitarianism. 
the only thing we can do is resist. Thank you all very much. He sounds much. like me. <laughs> I mean, I think he just got Tom's vote. <laughs> but, but right, look again. I'm not suggesting you're going to vote for him in this. There's probably some people in this audience who are going to vote for RFK Jr. and that's fine too. I'm not telling you how to how to vote. That's not my job. I don't care how you vote. I, I really don't. But tell me one thing he said that was in inaccurate or wrong in that statement the only thing that i would add to what he said is when the government takes away one of your freedoms it makes you buy it back in the form of a license yeah but <laughs> that's but what the, they do but the point but is right like they don't he's spot on with everything yeah. once they take once they take a freedom away you never give it back you never get it back pre 9 11 I, I remember going to airports and going in and meeting people at the gate when their right. when their planes landed yeah and if and, you didn't you were a dick yeah and, and oh it, i see where i am on your list you just were waiting in the car it's the new normal yeah you know this whole they always want to bring in the new normal and thank god there was a little bit of pushback with the whole masking shit it, but they're going to bring it back because they saw how many people complied with it. Every t every time something happens, it's always under the guise of security. This is to make you safe. Okay, we'll do it. It's like no, it, it, it's it's a power and control thing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We had another one. This was this was actually part of a campaign ad and and marketing initiative. But he's talking about pushing back <laughs> against world governance our government world governance the, and specifically the world health organization and the pandemic tree take a listen the world health organization was once a great agency that took care of the poor and underserved communities around the world but in recent decades it's been taken over by global elites and foreign powers that don't have america's best interests at heart this is why we need to stop president biden from signing the who pandemic preparedness treaty that treaty lays out a blueprint giving the WHO unprecedented authority. Those powers go into effect the moment that the WHO declares a pandemic, which it can do at any moment, even if no true pandemic exists. Even if no true pandemic exists. If this is the first time that you're hearing about this, it's time for you to do some research. The United States of America has a constitution for a reason. We can't let it be stripped from us by international bureaucrats and their bosses at the Billionaires Boys Club in Davos. We the people still have the power. If you want a president who will stop the WHO in its tracks and stand with you, please donate whatever you can to my campaign today. Again, don't misinterpret this as me endorsing RFK Jr., but I am endorsing and supporting everything he said in the last two clips i like anybody who the establishment hates right i'm not an rfk fan i've said this a million times because his stance on the second amendment yep you can't you can't have the first without the second the two go hand in hand and if you think that you can you regulate your way and you regulate the second amendment away um, i'm not a fan but like i said if the establishment hates you i like you and also what I find, which, you know, I'm not going to vote for RFK, but I want him to hang in there, especially now that Nikki Haley has gotten his Secret Service at attachment assigned to her, and he, and got, he, and he still doesn't. Yeah, he got denied. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Look, here, here's what we need. He, he, you're never going to agree with everyone on every issue. If you do, something's probably a little bit wrong or off. Someone's lying somewhere. And I say that loosely obviously there are people hopefully you agree with the vast vast majority of things with your spouse and and whatever but but you get the point you're not going to agree with everyone and everything he sucks on the second amendment he sucks on abortion he sucks on a lot of things but what we need in terms of leadership for this government is someone who at minimum shares what he just said there about protecting rights and freedoms of the american people pushing back against literally the most ludicrous ridiculous sentiment ever of signing a pandemic treaty where you sign away your national sovereignty you you those are things that have to be hit and obviously trump's hitting on those things too but that honestly if you don't have those views at minimum obviously the people on the left aren't going to have you shouldn't be permitted to run or speak in public like those are basic <laughs> things 
Do you love this country? Yes. Okay, cool. We've got a starting point. Do you agree we shouldn't just give away our sovereignty to a Chinese-run organization? Yeah, okay. Do you... There, there's got to be some some basic standards which are so far off the map now. Like no one, no one, no one aligns with those things anymore in terms of who runs for office and who's propped up by this pack or this group or this wealthy don't this by Soros whatever. But you've got to have some of that. And I applaud. I applaud. I mean, the, the as Tom always says, the thing that intrigues me most about the, uh, the thing that i hate most is as bad as it sounds is i can't stand his voice. it's just hard i know he's struggling with a, an actual real life health issue hard to listen to him but the thing that i like most about him is is the fact that washington hates him so much and is doing everything they can to keep him out of this race that should tell you something yeah he's over the target way over the target <laughs> and he's he's saying all the right things and his own party hates him that's what i like you know that's what i like about he and trump the most that you have rhinos like all these jackasses you know even people like lindsey graham who lindsey will say yeah i say you know trump's a good man uh, i support president trump and, you know uh, lindsey graham can't stand president trump let's no. face facts but it's it, like the John Cornyns of the world and every other slimy, sli slithery, Romney, ugh, gross Bush, all of them hate him so much that makes me like him because I know what assholes they are. Yeah. And I don't want to be in their club. And whatever form of government that they want me to live under, they can go to hell. I don't want to live under their government. I barely want to live in the same country with them. Yeah. And whatever their vision of the United States is, I, my vision is much more in line with Trump and Kennedy because 100%. the establishment hates them so much. Yeah. Well, and as, as, as Hunt says, you know, look at, look at Trump. Both sides hate him. That's a great thing, too. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's what's appealing about both of them. If you're hated in this day and age, it's like, I kind of like you exactly you're because you're, i because you stand for something yeah exactly all right we've we've had some um less than positive news that we're talking about today so let's finish since it is our last episode of the week because of cpac let's finish with uh some memes let's do that's meme tastic that's, that's meme tastic we should do that one more time all right how many we got disco like 13 of them okay a nice little jaunt through uh, through some memes here. Not a crazy one, just a little little whipped cream on the end here. A little sachet through meme land. Yes, sachet. I like that. First one here. We got um, <laughs> the standard U.S. ammo belt was twenty seven feet long, i.e. nine yards. This is where the expression "the whole nine yards" comes oh. from. And as as the chick who posted this, who's great mentioned she was like i love america we we're we're coming up with phrases based on that I, that one's not that funny it's just, it's just yeah um so obviously every country has their different medical and and you know health industry standards more 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 than standards issues so here's just some comparisons in the UK, I need stitches. Your appointment is in 43 months. In the US, I need stitches. Your bill will be $67,000. In Canada, I need stitches. Have you considered suicide or considered dying? dying? <laughs> it's true. True. Yeah. True. Okay, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking a beer here, which he always does. Conservative uncles waiting for woke nephews to open their mouth about literally anything at the dinner table this Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we we got a Fanny Willis one. When she's a four, but the rent is due. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of see where he's coming from. You kind of see where he's coming from. We got Obama uh, muttering something here to W. Americans think they're dangerous terrorists. They don't understand the terrorists cannot take away habeas corpus, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution. The terrorists are not anything like the threat we face from our own government in the name of fighting terrorism. The American constitutional system is near to being overthrown, quote Paul Craig Roberts. Yeah, that's just... 
I thought we were going to get lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Here, here's the first lighthearted one. Here, Here you we go. go. So this, we all know about, uh, to be clear, we're not endorsing Tinder or the Tinder lifestyle. Uh, if that's what you're doing, uh, that's, you know, you do you. Um, maybe maybe seek out Jesus, too. But the, uh, but this one here. Hang on. I want to take the order off so we can read the, the bottom the of it. The bottom part. This one here, someone posted, posted and was like, this is the Tinder profile of the year. And it's a chick, just as a, as a preface, without a second arm. She's got one arm. Lauren, who's 21. She's arms an arms dealer. dealer. <laughs> Hands down. This is her phrasing. Hands down, the best catch on Tinder. Face, 10 out of 10. Body, 9 out of 10. Personality, 20 out of 10. Arms, 1 out of 2. Hey. <laughs> gotta love her. Gotta love the personality there. Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's great. Have you ever been with an amputee? Uh, no. I had <laughs> No, we're not. Why did I? Know, why did I know that question was coming? We're not doing this. <laughs> uh, the biggest scam in life. My question is: Have you, Tom? <laughs> Don't ask that question. You know the answer. You know the answer. It's gonna have a good story to it. Yeah. <laughs> call so me later. Zimbabwe. Call me later, Tom. <laughs> Next meme: The biggest scam in life: paying taxes on money you make, taxes on money you spend, and taxes on things you own that you already paid taxes on with all taxed money yeah it's true yeah straight up truth this one's short michelle obama just is holding a sign joe biden grabbed my penis i bet <laughs> i bet wasn't expecting that there did you joe <laughs> whoopsies liberals okay we got a list here liberals scream save the children from the guns followed by abort them mask them jab them Distance them, medicate them, indoctrinate them, mutilate them, sexualize them, and of course, don't forget traffic. the grand poobah of them all, traffic them, because there's money. <laughs> there's money involved. Um, if So we got Al Pacino here. Trump was guilty. Why did the J6 Select Committee destroy all the evidence they compiled against him? That's a mm. good question. <laughs> a really great question. <laughs> really, I feel like that's just a fair question. Yeah. I don't think we're being, uh, you know, it's good. We're not being unreasonable yeah. here. Solid question. <laughs> okay, we got a vehicle. Deep State, Fannie Willis, door open, being thrown from the moving vehicle. A little update on the Fannie Willis. I was looking into the judge who uh, was presiding over the case. He used to work in the DA's office with Fannie Willis as his boss, and he's up for re-election in the fall, so don't get your hopes up. Oh. Of course. Of course. I won't hold my breath. Sorry to be a downer. Yeah. <laughs> it's meme-tastic, Tom. We got three left. Okay. Uh, we showed the footage last week of the co- – I don't know if it was here or on uh, – I think it was here, not Coin Club. Either way, of of the Florida deputy who heard an acorn hit his car and then just went sh- – Oh, this was on uh, – On the show? Coin Club, Coin Club. Went absolutely apeshit – did a couple rolls like he was in a 80s action film Tactical and then roll. unloaded multiple magazines into his own squad car where a unarmed suspect was sitting uh this this so now the setup has happened we've got someone sweating profusely any weapons on you today sir <laughs> me with three <laughs> in my pocket <laughs> uh no <laughs> <laughs> pretty good uh yeah Make we got a horse pulling a assailant or a you know someone who's been who's being drugged by a horse back in the old in the old west. Make drag shows great again. But is it really in the old west? I mean, look at the lady in the back in the shorts. Oh, I mean, it's a movie set. <laughs> Pioneer Town. Last one. So. We talked about this last week. Remember that Alex Soros, the son of supervillain George Soros, who's now taking over that empire, is dating Huma Abedin, which is quite an interesting new development. In they both the like cheese pizza. You know what I mean? Ping pong, comet. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think the other people Epstein. do too. <laughs> So here's uh, one of Hunter's photos with them superimposed. You got Alex pulling the hair of whom Aberdeen. Um, who doesn't look impressed? Who doesn't? Doesn't look impressed at all. And that's our. I mean, her Photoshop's decent. His is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. 
it's not great. There's there was really nothing great in uh It was a forced last minute meme testing. All right, so we- let's talk about how HIV didn't get jump from primates to human beings during baboon prostitution in the eighties, that it was actually part of the small the um polio vaccination that was being done in sub-Saharan Africa. Let's just, I mean, we, we, were, we were done. We were done. Let's just, let's just, we'll table that. We'll table that. We'll, we'll come back to it. Maybe. You really got him, like, had no idea where that was going there. Uh, reminder, reminder, the rest of the week we're off. We're, we're up at CPAC and, and doing a bunch of stuff there. So we'll try and get you some content. Um, we don't travel much when we do it. It just is what it is. It's a little disruptive to our schedule, but we're going to make the best of it. Have some fun up there. Do some stuff for Mammoth Nation. If you're going to be there, we'll we'll possibly bump into you and see you. Uh, but we hope you have a great night. Please do hit that like button if you have not already. Please make sure you're subscribed right here on Rumble. It's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. And we'll look forward to hopefully bringing you some content from D.C. this week. And worst case, we will see you next week for a full normal week. It will be all all normal and good, barring any catastrophe that we cannot see. Hope you have a great night. We'll see you soon. Be safe. Be smart.